Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, we thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace, Lord. We thank you. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise, Lord. Yes, hallelujah. Yeah, it is just so funny that, you know, sometimes we try something that's a little different or something that's a little new. And um, it comes off well for a while. And then when the time comes to go live, it doesn't come out as well. But hey, I'm in the Lord's hands and I know the Lord is looking after me. So I'm not even going to sweat it. I am thanking the Lord for this beautiful day. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the snow. Think about it. This is uh, this is live now, so we are live. But I'm thanking the Lord for the snow that we had today in Detroit, Michigan. So he's he's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. He knows what he's doing. And um, I was expecting that we would have rain, but instead we've had snow, but we still thank him because this is a time for giving thanks. Now, here's the thing. God bless you, my brother, my brother, Michael Evans. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Yvonne Howard. God bless you, Sister Nadine Brown. Praise God. Praise God. I'm praying for you, my sister, but I know that you have the strength. So I'm praying that, that you continue in the Lord, in the strength of the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes, and I am encouraged, Sister Howard. I truly am. Praise the Lord. So I tried something new. Didn't quite work, but I'm going to try it again. It's going to work at some point in time. Hallelujah. God bless you, Sister Palmer. This is wonderful that you are, you know, everyone is starting to come on because I want to talk talk about giving thanks in the midst of the storm. Amen. I believe that we do have a storm. We are in the middle of a storm. Now, I'm not talking about the snow that's falling. That is not a storm. That is just snow falling. But we, you know that we've got, we've talked in previous, uh, in, in previous um, sessions about even the perfect storm with all these things happening and coming together at one point in time. So we've we've had discussions on that. But what I want us to look at is, you know, we've got this season of Thanksgiving and we um, and, you know, we, we are we are asking ourselves um uh, how do we do this? This is a little bit different from what we had been doing before, because you see, there are times what what has happened to us, I have found is that there are times and seasons when we actually focus on giving thanks. Like right now, uh, if it were a year ago, we'd be talking about giving thanks with, you know, maybe dinners or parties or with family and friends and fellowship, even at the church, there might be turkey dinners, Food is everywhere. And the poor turkeys that did not or could not get away are now resting peacefully as the centerpiece on that dinner table. So it's it to us it's been a, an, an awesome series of events when we when we think about Thanksgiving. God bless you, Sister Marlene. You know, and in and, and these dinners, sometimes we even boast about um, how many family members came to dinner, even the ones who had a story to tell, or how many, how many, you know, how much leftover we had from all of this food that was cooked. So the question though is during this season. Were we just going through the motions of tradition or 
Were we really thankful deep down in our hearts? Because it's a question that uh, I think the Lord has given us the time to, um, to sit back and ask that question. He's given us the time to rest so that we can, we can rest from the things that we have been doing and ask the questions about what have we been doing. Amen. God bless you, Minister Moon. Hallelujah. Here's what I've seen. This pandemic has shown us, though, that uh, it's time out for going through the motions. It's not about the turkey, it's not about the size, not about the desserts, and I'm not saying that, that we shouldn't do it, but with, yes, we are talking about giving thanks in the midst of the storm, this storm, because if truth be told, and, and I'm, I'm going to tread very carefully here, um, you know, Big Mama, whoever Mama was, the great cook who would cook up, you know, she would cook, cook up a storm and be as tired as she could be on Thanksgiving Day in some households. If truth be told, Big Mama might not have made it through this year. And, but now we might be even considering big sister to replace big mama with big sister. You know, so I'm, I'm treading gently, but I'm, I'm, I'm just asking these questions only because um, I, I wanna make sure that we are not trying to continue a tradition. Are we ready to give thanks even when things don't go as planned? Um, are we ready to give thanks when we are called upon, watch it, to comfort someone who is mourning? Are we ready to give thanks when we don't feel like cooking that turkey and cooking up all of those sides? Because, you know, it's, it's, it's not the time to do it. There's so much else that's going on. We may not want to do it. So I'm, I'm throwing these out because this is, this is as the Lord has given to me, um, I'm, I'm throwing these questions out. But they're just like open questions that we have to think about and say, okay, fine. Um, what are you saying to us, Lord? Amen. What are you saying? Have we, have we perhaps gone too far? Um, in terms of, uh, you know, preparing the dinner and focusing more on uh, the food and the, the, the family and, you know, the fellowship among the people and not the thanksgiving that we need to give to you. That's what my question might be. I don't know. But Sister, um, Sister Marlene, you are saying we've taken so much for granted. Yes, I know. And, and at least I know I have. Yes, we have taken so much for granted. And, and, and you know, um, we're talking about Thanksgiving now only because when we expected that we would have been able to just, uh, you know, go off and, and, and the pandemic is over and, you know, we can get into Thanksgiving. We've been waiting since way back in Resurrection Sunday and before that, you know, and we, ex we didn't expect that by November we're still doing the same thing. So, yes, we do have to ask ourselves some questions. God has given us time to, to rest from that cycle. And now that we are resting, resting, what will we do? God bless you, Sister Palmer. So here's the thing about giving thanks, about Thanksgiving. We open our eyes every day and we are so thankful we are still breathing. And I'm telling you, even right now, I know that when we wake up in the morning, we are thankful that we are breathing because it seemed as though breathing was, was um, a, a part of this pandemic. This air, this air that we breathe was something that, that, that threw us for a loop during this pandemic. But perhaps God has something for us to do that he's keeping us one more day. You know, we always talk about the statistics. God bless you, Mother Myrie. You know, we hear about the statistics and recognize we are not one of them. God has truly been keeping us. We go to work. It might be virtual or it might be physical. And we understand that the world has not stopped. It is still spinning. People are still carrying on, but at a different pace, in a different mode, with a different reality. So watch it now. God is still holding up the world. 
Amen. I thank you for your grace and mercy, even in this storm, Lord. Praise God. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. So we see all of this, that he is still in the midst. We go through the trials, perhaps a sneeze there, and someone might look and say, oh, a COVID sneeze, you know, or an ache here, ache there. Perhaps we're in bed, even right here and right now, praying for relief from the effects of some of this deadly virus or some other sickness. But we know that God is still in the midst at work in our lives. But listen, through it all, as Andre Crouch sang, and we sing, we've learned that we, to trust in Jesus, we've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, we've learned to depend on his word. Have we? Throw the question out. So let me ask this question now. What should be our reaction? The question is, what is it that I'm really leading up to in this? Okay. Um, God is still in the midst of all we do. We may not always feel him. We may not always recognize his presence. We may not always want to admit it when we are in the midst of agony and pain and suffering. But deep down inside our spirit, we know he's with us. So what is it really that I'm leading up to? We better give him thanks for taking us through the hard trials. We'd better not let a day go by uh -huh, that thanking him and praising him for all he has done for us is not top on our agenda. Are, are we listening? Is someone listening? See, this is serious business because the question has to be, where would we be if God were not in the midst? But just in case we forget let us, I wanted us um, to speak loud and clear in our witness for what God has done for us. You know, let us, as his witness, thank him for everything. It's the good, it's the bad, the ugly, because we know that he is working everything out for our good. So I want to search the scriptures um, and, and let us see, you know, just, just take a look at um, some, um, some, some areas where we see giving thanks. Others are giving thanks in the midst of, a, of the storm. But over and above that, it would be wonderful if I can hear how you also give thanks in the midst of the storm. Amen. God bless you, Sister Swan. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. So as we go into the scriptures, um, I just want to touch on the Hebrew word yada, uh, which it literally means to hold out the hand. Um, you know, it, 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 and, and I think about it because it also means to revere, to worship, with extended hands, to confess, to praise, to give thanks, to be thankful. So by this one Hebrew word, there's such a range of meaning that we also see that thanksgiving incorporates praise and worship, reverence and honor. So what a powerful word for us to consider in thanking God for all he has done. And one of the things that I wanted to look at, oh, you know, just, just briefly is when it says that this word literally means to hold out the hand. I think about the times when, um, you know, we may meet someone, we've chatted with someone, someone has given us a gift and, you know, in a formal setting, we, we may hug, but in a formal setting, what do we do? We hold out our hand and we shake the person's hand, amen? And that is more, um, it, you know, it is, it, 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 what it does for us is um, it, it's a reception, it's receiving, it's giving thanks for what has been received, amen? So this, as we, we in our society, we find ourselves doing that, stretching the hand. But when we think about the word, we're talking about raising the hand, stretching out the hand, raised, amen? Step, stretching out the hand, I see only one hand, I see two hands now, stretching out the hand um, that's raised, 
Amen. Giving praise, giving thanks, being thankful, um, reverencing, worshiping our Lord. So as we go along, I, I just want us to keep thinking, thinking about giving thanks, but not just giving thanks, but in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the storm, Minister Moon, you said we must thank God for whatever place we find ourselves in. And that's, yes, that's the point for us too, that wherever we are, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, okay, we can thank the Lord. And I'm going to go through a few scriptures because we might also see how do we thank the Lord during this time. Amen. So we'll see what we can do. Oh, God bless you, um, Sister, Sister Simmons, Sister Jean, Pastor Smith. God bless you. You said, trust God and do good. Sister Marlene, you said, I know in my heart that God is with me and going to bring me through. However, I have failed to thank him while in the storm. What happens to us, and uh, we may see it in some scriptures, is that we focus more on the storm like Peter did and not on God, not on Jesus. And 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 you know this this is for us to kind of reset this is this is time for a, a reset you know um it's sometimes it's a question of uh, while in the storm we focus on this while in the in the storm we may we may even doubt even if we we turn our focus to god we find ourselves um doubting um whether god is there whether he's he's going to come through but we know that he is there. We know it. We speak it. We even know it in our hearts. But there's a time when sometimes it just, you know, it's like, I, I really don't. Oh, no. Get right back to it. God is good. Amen. God is watching over me. Amen. So I want you first, no matter what we do, we've got to establish who we give thanks to, because it might be obvious to some and to some others, it may not be as obvious because, you know, with our eyes, we see one another and someone might, you know, we, we may be thanking a person as opposed to um, re really recognizing that it is it is the Lord, it is Jesus, it, it, it is our God who needs that thanks. So in Psalm 107 and 1, we read, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Listen, 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 for he is good. His love endures forever. Verse 2 says, let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. So um, there's no question about it that he is our creator. He is our redeemer. He is our love. He's our protector. He's our provider. And there's so much more that we can say about God. But can we say that about anyone else or anything else? You see, God uses people, places and things to do the things for us for which we must be thankful. And yet we cannot misplace our thankfulness. Amen. It's not to say that we should not or we must not thank others that he has used, um, that we must not be grateful for, um, for them, but we must also keep in the forefront that had it not been for God, they could not have done anything. Oh my God. And it's a stretch for us sometimes, but, but, you know, but we've got to get to this point. Um, because we've just read in Psalm 107 and 1, give thanks to whom? To the Lord. Why? Because he's good. He is good. We got to be truly thankful for his goodness, you know, because we as humans, no matter what we do, we can't even compare with his goodness. My God. So then the question has to be who is giving thanks because I'm talking to us now. We're trusting God, Pastor, yes, and we are going to do good. So in Psalm 30 verses 1 to 4, we read, and this is a Psalm of David. He says, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast not made my foes, my enemies to rejoice over me. He says, O Lord, my God, I cried unto you and you, you have healed me. 
So now I'm trusting you for my deliverance. I'm trusting you for my healing. Oh Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. I'm talking to our COVID survivors, the death threat survivors, the people who have survived the stuff, cancer survivors. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit, that I should not go down to the grave. This is what Psalm 30 is saying to us. This is David speaking. And in verse four, he says, sing unto the Lord, all you saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Saints of his, yes, the godly people, those people who, who um, we focus, we focus, our focus is, is, is on the Lord, amen? And I recognize that we say, well, there's no good thing in us, so why are you calling us um, saints? In, in today's New International Version, we are called a faithful people. You see, because we are, we have to be faithful, amen? We, our, our righteousness might be as filthy rags. However, we have, we are clothed with the righteousness of God. And when we consider that, yes, we can be called saints of his, amen? Did you also notice in Psalm 30 that David gave thanks at the remembrance of his holiness, of the sanctity of God, the way he looks after his servants, at the remember of remembrance of how the Lord stepped in, my Lord, in a mighty way to deliver us out of the mess that we were in. So as, as we recall this, sometimes we're in the midst of our mess. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Brenda. Um, we're in the midst of the mess. Amen. We're in the midst of the stuff. But if we can only, Sister Marlene, go back and remember what God did the last time or the time before, let something bubble up on the inside of us, knowing that God has done it before. Or as Ty Tribbett said, if he did it before, he can what? He can do it again. Amen. Same God back then, same God right now, same God back then. Amen. So um, what I'm, I'm looking at in this Psalm, in this Psalm 30, is that he remembered that when he was going down, when, when, when the stuff was, it wasn't the good, it wasn't even the, it was even the bad, and it was the ugly, God was the one who delivered him out of it. And what did he do? He says, sing unto him, O ye saints, and give thanks. So even if I'm in my bed and I'm thinking about the goodness of God, I should not be just thinking about it. I should be, when I remember it, what am I doing? I'm giving him thanks. And remember, we saw thanks with the raised hand. Oh, my Lord, thanking him with a raised hand. And again, listen, in Psalm 79, it's going to get, it's going to get better as we go along. We see um, in verse 13, I'm going to read this from today's New International Version. He says, then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will proclaim your praise. And in the King James Version, it says, so we, thy people and sheep of thy pasture will give thee thanks. Listen, forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. That is really something that we have to do. Uh, you know, who is the we? We are God's people, the sheep of his pasture. You remember in Psalm 23 when David said, um, the Lord is my shepherd. So if the Lord is his shepherd, then, um, then he is the sheep. If the Lord is my shepherd, then I am the sheep. I am the sheep. Jesus is the chief shepherd who will appear. And that comes from 1 Peter 5 and 4. You know, we talk about Jesus being a good shepherd. But if we are the people of God, we are his sheep. And if Jesus is the shepherd, we are his sheep. If we are his sheep, it is our responsibility to thank him for everything that he's doing for us. And did you note he says, um, forever? 
not just sometimes, not just on Thanksgiving Day, right? Not just, you know, when maybe um, someone gives you something and you're really surprised and you're happy about it and you thank them, but not just now, tomorrow, next week, next year, next decade, forever. We are God's people. We are the sheep. And if we are in Christ, we have to thank him. But here's the thing. That's us. Understand this. Other people don't know him. They will celebrate Thanksgiving by tradition. Even you might celebrate Thanksgiving by tradition, but you have to know that we have, we celebrate also God's tradition. Amen. God's tradition as thanking him on a daily basis, on a minute by minute basis. It, because see, it is up to us to lead those who don't know into thanking God by our own actions. Let me say it again. It's up to us, amen, to lead those who don't know into thanking God by our own actions. So we can go along with the tradition and I think that's fine, but we can also make sure that people are aware that there is a, a different tradition that we have been following, which is thanking God at every turn for everything that he has done for us. We continually thank him and we let the world see him, see it. Let us not be little closet witnesses. You know what I'm saying? Let the world see it. So listen, even Jesus gave us some examples to follow. And I'm going to put this in context. Um, in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus was not too happy with, um, with these towns when, when the disciples had gone out and, and their certain towns were just, they did, just did not receive them. And he says, woe unto you, you know, he began to denounce the towns. And he said that and these are the towns where most of the miracles were done. He says, because they did not repent. He says, woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida. He just kept on going. But at the end of it, watch it. Even though he was, you know, uh, I mean, he recognized that these people were not receiving, receiving the word that came, the kingdom came to them. They weren't receiving it. If that's not, oh my Lord, hallelujah. If that's not a storm that Jesus came to this earth to declare when he declared the kingdom is at hand and people just turned away from him. Amen. But in the end, he says, at that time, Jesus answered and said, this is in verses 25 to 26. He says, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent, those who are learned, right? And has revealed them unto babes, uh, unto the disciples that I have been teaching. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. The New International Version says, for it seemed good. It seemed for it was for your good pleasure. But he says, I thank you. In the midst of people rejecting him, in the midst of these things that are happening all around him, Jesus still said, because we're talking about thanking in the storm now, he still turned to the Father and he says, I thank you, Father. Amen. And it is a lesson that we have to learn, thanking God in everything we do. And I'm going to hit you with some scriptures um, in the next couple of minutes. I want to touch on another case of um, a case study of Jesus uh, where he was thinking in the middle of the storm. Now, this is at the Last Supper, and you know the scene of the Last Supper. But while they were eating, now Jesus knew that his time had already come. Jesus knew that he was going to the cross. Jesus knew that he was taking that burden, the burden of every single one of our sins on him at that cross. And yet as he sat with his disciples, he had all of this weight, hallelujah, my God, this weight on him. And yet he took the bread and when he had given what? 
thanks. He gave thanks. He broke it and he gave it to his disciples. He said, take and eat. This is my body. So, of course, he's relating it now when he talks about his body that will be what? Broken for them, amen, and for us. He is relating it to his crucifixion that he already knows about, amen? Then he took the cup and he did what? He thanked. Oh, my Lord. He gave thanks. Then he gave it to his disciples. He said, drink all of it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus knew his time was coming to be crucified for the sins of the world. Yet at the last supper with his disciples, he thanked God for the bread, symbolizing that body that would be broken hours later and the wine symbolizing his blood that would be shed for our sins, my Lord. But he made sure that he thanked the Father. You and I, my God, we got to do the same. Even though we are going through, we could be going through many, many storms, but no matter what, let us remember to thank the Lord. I wanna do one more case study, and that's Daniel. And then we are going to jump into, um, you know, some more on why we are going to, why we are giving thanks, etc. So um, this one is in the second year of his reign. This is in Daniel chapter two. Um, and Nebuchadnezzar, he had, he had dreams and he was troubled by the dreams. He couldn't sleep. But what he's he he's needed the interpretation of the dream but the re, but what he wanted was to prove that whoever it, whoever they were that could give him the interpretation of the dream can also tell him what the dream was he wanted to prove they are they were whom they said they were so he called, watch it, and, and it's, it's kind of strange when we look at it and we say, well, wait a minute now. He called magicians and enchanters and sorcerers and astrologers. He's just calling anybody he thought that dealt with the spirit world, anybody, um, so that somebody can tell him what he dreamed to validate that they were really legit and then to give the, the reason, uh, excuse me, the interpretation of the dream. So um, the astrologers then, you know, they, they turned to the king and they said, well, you know, you tell us the dream and we will, uh, then, then we will interpret. Well, the king refused. He said, uh-uh, if you don't tell me what my dream was, um, I'm going to cut you up in pieces and your house is going to be burned down into piles of rubble. That's your reward. But if you tell me both the dream and the interpretation, then you will, I'll give you some gifts. That's a different reward. But the, the king was steadfast in that he's saying, I mean, hey, you've got to tell me what my dream was. Don't you come in here and ask me for the dream. You could interpret anything. But Daniel was considered to be one of these uh, spirit type people. You know, sometimes you say they were spiritual kind of people. And he was the only one. But watch it. Daniel, he would have been dead had he not, watch it now, this is in the storm because his storm is that he's going to die with these people. Hello, amen. Um, if he does not both tell the dream and interpret it and no one could. So he would have been killed, cut up in pieces, his whole place burned down. So um, he had, he prayed to God and asked him to reveal the dream of the king. And guess what? God did. Amen. Um, and Daniel said to the Lord in, in verse 2, excuse me, in verse 23 in chapter 2, he says, I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power, and you have made known to me what we asked of you. 
you have made known to us the dream of the king. Thank you, Lord. In the midst of the storm, but he thanked the Lord. He hadn't really yet gone to the king, but he knew, he knew that God was the one who would give him, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, who would give him this revelation, amen? And he did it. In the midst of the storm, he thanked the Lord. So I'm, I'm, I'm laying that out to you and I'm going to ask you, God bless you, Sister Sheila, praise God. God bless you, Sister Celeste, oh, hallelujah. I'm laying it out, but I'm asking you this question. What has God given you? What has God revealed to you? As he has revealed to Daniel. And have you thanked him for it? You know, um, you notice that, that Daniel thanked God for giving him the wisdom and the power and the interpretation of dreams. He thanked him for giving him his gifts. Amen. And isn't that something to shout about, to thank him about? Daniel did it. And the question is, even while you're in the midst of the storm, will you thank the Lord. Amen. Not wait until much later and realize, you know, God, you really did it. And now I thank you. No, thank him there. Thank him then. Amen. So now I'm going to move into a different area um, because this, I, I hope this is the right question. But somehow we have to give him thanks in the middle of the storm. But but the question is, why are we doing this? And I want to touch on Psalm 75. And I'm going to read it for um, both the King, um, King James and the New International Version. What I'm going to read is Psalm 75, verse 1. And um, it says, unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. So Why? For that thy name is near, thy wondrous works declare. In the, today's New International Version, it reads, We praise you, God, we praise you, for your name is near. People tell of your wonderful deeds. His name is near. See, because a name, it, it, it's a little different for us in these days. It, you said, in the midst of the storm, I will continue to wait. Oh, praise God. Amen. Thank you, God. Patience, a new way of thinking. He is so great. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So his name is near. The, the name for us um, today is a little different from uh, the name being a mark. It's a memorial. It's a mark of, of um, you know who that person is. Um, your fame, Lord, is near. Your report is near. It's close by. It's not something that's so far off. That's just a dream. It's reality. You know, it's the reality. Even in the midst of this pandemic, lockdowns, you know, we, we have all these things happening around us. And we're talking about his name. We have to thank him for who we see him as even now for his name. What name do you give to him? Do you give to him the name of wonderful or counselor or healer or deliverer or helper? What protector, provider, what name are you giving him? Because you see, as we are going along we in Detroit uh, or in Michigan, um, we now have three more weeks of um, lockdown, kind of second, third phase lockdown, whatever, whatever it's called. But perhaps it might be three months. We don't know. Perhaps it's going to go through Christmas, through the new year. But no matter what, we have to keep thanking God and we have to keep thanking him and knowing his name. Amen. Because it might seem as though we are getting nowhere this year on this journey. We don't even know um, what's going to happen next year on this journey. But we know that he's an awesome God. Amen. And if you notice in today's New International Version, people tell of his wonderful deeds. So here's my here's my point to you and to me when we are, we're speaking of this. 
Um, it's up to you and me, my brothers and sisters. We are the ones to tell. We are the ones to witness. We are the ones to sing his praises in the middle of the storm. We know his name, my Lord. His name, wonderful. His name is a mark of individuality. There's none like him. You know, it is. It, it it's it's a, a position. He's he's so far above anything else that is thought of as God. We've got to thank him. We have to thank him for being protector, for put, being putting that shield of protection around us during the storm, during the trying times, even though we. Might might not see. We may not even see what he is doing, but guess what? We have got up this morning and we are alive. We have got up this morning and we can open our eyes. And, and, and I was praying with Sister Brenda this morning and she says, and we can see. We can see there's so many bits and pieces that we have to be able to pull together so that we can understand that, you know what? We're serving an awesome and a mighty God. He's a mighty God and his name is awesome. You know, call him by his name, the name that, that, that you want him to be at that very time in the midst of that storm. There is a name, healer. I need you to heal me, Lord. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm need of healing. I need you to deliver me. Hallelujah. Deliver me, Lord. I need your deliverance. Amen. So in the midst of this terrible situation, God will turn it around. God will turn it around. I want us to look at Psalm 30 so that we can take a look at some of the things that, and it's not just Psalm 30, but we can look at it and, and see what the Lord is doing. Amen. Sister Vanessa, you said there's nobody greater. Hallelujah. True. True. And stand on it. Stand on it. Sister Brenda, you said God is bringing us back to the foundation of his word. We are only in need of our daily bread. This lockdown is a, is a look up. Yeah, oh, hallelujah. The lockdown is a look up to the one who holds our faith. So instead of thinking of yourself as being locked down, you look up Psalm 121. If, if pastor is still on, I would expect him to type Psalms 121. Amen. Yes. Sister Moon, you said, um, yes, we thank you in and through all things. Yes, yes, yes. So as we are going through this period where everyone is into Thanksgiving and having that turkey as the centerpiece, let's make sure that we have God as our centerpiece, that he knows that we know that he is our healer. He is our deliverer. He is, even though we haven't seen it yet because we're still in the midst of the storm, um, as Sister Celeste said, that we can do it with patience because we know, hallelujah, we know who he is. So watch this. So in the midst of the storm, I see in Psalm 30, verses 11 and 12, um, and, and I'm reading from two, King James and, and New Revised. Um, it says, that was turned for me my mourning into dancing. That was put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. And, and the New Revised Standard Version says, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth, which is my mourning clothes, and clothed me with joy. I'm, I'm, I'm just, in, you know, because you've, you've, Flip things around, Lord, so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. You see that? I can't be silent. I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. But, you know, as I'm reading this, what I'm seeing is also that 
he that that he can be looking at the psalmist can be looking at the fact that the Lord had done it before, and so even if I'm going into the next storm, even if I'm in the next storm, I know that you switch things around for me. I know that you turn my morning into dancing. I was down, and you know because because of the death that was around me, I was down because you know even at this time, um, you know. We, we have people who who have, they've had some COVID deaths just recently. And what does it mean? It means that every time I, I come up to this Thanksgiving period, I'm going to start thinking of my, my, my mother, my brother, my uncle, my aunt, my niece, my nephew, the people, my sister, people who were around me at this time. But God is saying, he says, look, Turn that around. I turn your morning into dancing so that even if that time comes when you begin to mourn, you remember, remember the remembrance. You remember what I had done before. Hallelujah. And you can move through that storm. You can move through the situation. Oh, my Lord, because I am there with you. Yes, Lord, be thankful of all things. And that's from Sister Aisha. Yes, amen, amen. So David became, excuse me, he became personal, amen? And it's got to speak to each and every one of our hearts. Each one of us has something that we have mourned about very recently or that we are even now still mourning about. Okay, but why would the psalmist say that he gave thanks? Because God had turned things around before, amen? So just as you and I are facing one crisis after another in our lives, especially during this time of the pandemic, we will continue to face these times, amen? But we have to continue to remember what God has done in our lives. And Sister, Sister Nadine, yes, Lord, we say yes, Lord. Even when we are down, remember that God is able. Praise God, uh, Minister Moon. Yes, God is keeping us all. Yes, yes, Sister Van Pelt. You see, if we continue, if we continue, not just to speak it, but to keep it in our spirit, I know that we are going to be sailing through some stuff. That when we talk about Thanksgiving, we're not talking about the turkey. We're talking about something that we're doing every single day of our lives. And we're focusing on God, keeping our mind. Yes, 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 Sister, Sister Swan keeping our minds stayed on him. Amen. He turns around this dancing that the glad to, turns it around to dancing, to gladness, to joy, you know, to praises. But remember that with thanks, there's also what? Praise. Amen. So I, I'm going to ask you, and you don't have to type it because I know we don't have much more time, but you're going to have to ask yourself, what is your witness of God turning your mourning into dancing, into gladness, you know? And, and here's the thing, <clears throat> excuse me, let's not be silent. No, tell of the goodness of God to whomever you meet. Listen, on social media, let's flood social media with the goodness of God. Our thankfulness for his goodness. My Lord, yeah, we don't have to have the images of the sites and, the, you know, who's got a better sweet potato pie and all this stuff, you know. Let's talk about the goodness of God. What are we thankful for? God bless you, Sister Hill. Keep our hearts and our minds on Jesus. Put it out on social media. Be, um, and you know, why his gratitude? Because we go back to David at his at the remembrance of God's personal intervention into your life and in my life, in all of our lives. Let's flood it. We can't keep this Thanksgiving to ourselves. Amen. And I'm going to show you why. I'm going to show you some things and I have to move quickly. Psalm 107. 
32 says, let them exalt him in the assembly of the people and praise him in the council of the elders. Psalm 35 and 18 says, I will give you thanks in the great assembly among throngs of people. I will praise you because we can't keep this thanksgiving to ourselves in the assembly, in the congregation, among the multitude, the people shout his praises, thank him, tell him what God has done for you that causes your thanksgiving to just bubble up and, and overflow. Even though you're still in the midst of another storm, you know what God has done. Somebody is watching you. Somebody is watching you. Oh, it's, oh, hallelujah. Say it again and again. Somebody is watching you because they're watching you to see how you are. Uh how you got out of this but what they don't recognize it's not that you got out but it's how the lord brought you out and when they begin to ask questions you could tell them let me tell you about my savior who got me out amen so that is why we keep talking about giving thanks even in the midst of the storm they're watching they're watching amen um, Sister Henderson, you said, God bless you. We must focus on our Lord and Savior and thank God for his blessings. But we're not going to store it up until Thanksgiving Day. As it happens, we thank him and we continually thank him because he's blessing and he's blessing and he's blessing. Hallelujah. Sister Vanessa, you said, I'm still here. I know you're still here. I thank God that you're still here. And that's what you need to tell the world. I'm still here. I've been through, oh, hallelujah. I've been through that fire. I've been through that COVID fire and I'm still here. I thank you, Lord, for it. Amen. Amen. See, this is where we need to be in terms of our giving thanks and bring along those who are focusing on, you know, on, on the, the other traditions, bring along, bring them along to focus on God's tradition. Because you see, God's tradition is 365. Amen. It's 24-7. We can thank him all the time. God bless you, my brother Frank Sparks. We can thank, thank him all the time. Amen. In the world tradition, we have a Thanksgiving day. So one day, Thanksgiving, or 365. Amen. Which one shall it be? So this is this this is for us thanking, giving those thanks to God in the midst of the storm, because the storm is not just one day. You don't know when that storm is coming, but I tell you, when it comes, amen, continue to give thanks to him. Hallelujah. Mm, my Lord, Sister Van Pelt, you said I'm on an app that reports crimes and I thank God I'm not a statistic. Praise him. You know, it's it's interesting because um, I, I look at the Ring app and, and, you know, I get a little ding here and a ding here and it, it's always something else that's going on. And, and after a while, you know, I, I got to say, you know what, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop because it's happening. Oh, my Lord, I just heard because we're living in this present evil world, we are living in this present evil world. But we have to be the witnesses to show others that listen, even in this present evil world, when we are here, we still give thanks to the Lord, even though we are going through the storm. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Hallelujah for you. Uh, with me, Lord. Minister Moon, you said, I thank you, God, that I don't look like what I've been through. You know what? I don't know about you guys, but I know I don't look like what I've been through. Hallelujah. See, the, the storm is passing over. There is there is a message that I want to um that I want to bring. Um, on Facebook Live about the storm, because uh, what I notice is we are either, watch it now, Sister Swan, we're either going into the storm, we're, or we are in the midst of the storm, or we are coming out of the storm. And I want us to see that because when that storm is passing over, it's when we're in the midst. But after we're in the midst and we're coming out, we have to watch out because, hey, you know, the devil is busy. 
there may be another storm coming. My Lord, my Lord. So what the, oh my God, the question then becomes, what are we going to learn in the midst of this one that will prepare us for the next one and the next one? Oh my Lord. I, I am so grateful for the opportunity to tell people about Jesus, about his goodness, about what he has done. My goodness, my goodness. Now, I don't have a whole lot of time. So what I would like to do is, um, I would like to touch on, I'd like to summarize so I can slow down just a little bit. So let me summarize this, this broadcast with a couple of scriptures. Um, Psalm 92 verses 1 and 2 say, um, uh, this is a psalm for the Sabbath day, it says. It says, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. In the New Revised Standard Version, it says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. You notice it's declare. So you wake up in the morning and you're thanking him for allowing you to see another day. You know, his loving kindness, his favor, his goodness, his mercy, his steadfast love. That state, don't you realize, that state of near death, when we sleep, that's what we were in. Yet he was still watching over us, keeping us, protecting us. Amen. You you remember this old saying, um, tomorrow is not promised. And it's true. Tomorrow, as you and I know it right here on this earth, it's not promised. You know, um, and we hear about it in James when he says tomorrow, we say to today or tomorrow, we're going to do this and do that. You know, um, yet we don't even know what tomorrow would bring that we need to say, if the Lord is willing. Amen. Minister Mooney said, that's a question to ask God, Lord, what should I learn through this? Yes, through the storm, we have to ask that question uh, because we don't want to go round and round and round like the children of Israel for 40 years before we can get into that promised land just because of something else that we haven't learned or something that we haven't learned. So that is so true. So we need to say if the Lord wishes, but what we saw in this, this particular Psalm, I'm going back to Psalm 92 is, he continues to keep you through the day. We see God is faithful, keeping us through the day. So why should we not declare his faithfulness? Why should we not thank him for doing what he said he would do when he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you? Amen. Did he leave you? He was standing right there while you were snoring all through the night. Amen. While you were going through the trials of the day, he's still there. Through the victories of the day, he's still there. Hallelujah. Remember how he says, when you pass through the, the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. And I think about Joshua this morning um, when he was, you know, he was ministering this morning because really the bottom line is we have to trust him. And as we trust him, we thank him. He said it. This was his promise. He said it and he did it. We trust the Lord. He was not speaking just to Israel. He's speaking to us today. Amen. Because we have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So I have one more scripture. Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Now watch it. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will glorify me. You see, because I'm sure that each one of us has had these days of trouble, the adversity, the storms, the affliction. But did you know that our thanksgiving, it opens the door to call on God. When we thank him, we begin that relationship with God. We are going back and forth with him. We are thanking him. Hallelujah. And he knows that if we offer him thanksgiving, watch it now, in the good times, hello, amen, um, or at any time, he will we will certainly thank him when the times get a little bit worse that he has to pull us out of 
our distress. So my bottom line is we got to have a relationship with him, with God, offering thanksgiving as part of this communication with him. It is part of showing forth his goodness. We think only good thoughts of him. We think, you know, these, these good things. So as the relationship deepens, we get to know him more and more so that in the day of trouble, in the day of the storm, in the day of, in, in the midst of the storm, we don't hear the storm. We don't see the storm. We know the storm is there, but we are in the presence of God in the storm. We're in the presence of God in the storm. And I'm going to put it this way. God trumps the storm any day, any time. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Praise the Lord. Any day, any time. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Yes, Sister Van Pelt. That was Isaiah 43 and 2. And Sister Hill, you said God will deliver in his time. All praise to him. Yes. Amen. Amen. That goes back to Sister Celeste saying patience. Amen. So let's have this relationship with God. And we thank you. I thank you guys so much for being on this particular broadcast. And I thank you and I pray God's blessings over each and every one of you because we have to continue to give thanks to God all the time in the name of Jesus. God bless you and I love you much. Praise God.